0: Hello and welcome to Episode 7 in a Halloween edition of Scary Stories and Screenplays. This screenplay, titled The Call, that you're about to listen to, was not written by myself, but by our very own Jojo Marie, who portrayed Savannah in Episode 2 of this podcast titled The Death Rattle. I hope you're ready for a very unique and fun Halloween story. It's certain to send a chill up your spine. Again, we have some great talent for you, and our actors are Caitlin Jenkins as Katie, Marlene Newmeyer as Annie, Simon Val as Roger, Lisa Marie Costabelli as April, Erin Lee Newmeyer as Mrs. Dunst, Brad Painter as Ned, and Evan Shields as the voice of Myroba. Enjoy the ride, folks. Exterior, afternoon in a small rural town, quiet neighborhood, 1990. School just let out. Students are getting off the bus, people are watering their lawns, etc. Katie, 16, walks with her little sister Annie, 10, home from school. The two have backpacks and carry books as they walk on the sidewalk towards their house. Annie looks upset.
1: How was school today?
0: Annie doesn't say anything.
1: You're usually not this quiet after school. Did something happen?
0: Katie nudges Annie. Uh, no. Annie looks up at Katie, visibly upset.
1: Are you going to tell me? Hmm? Roger told me he was going to call the witch tonight. And don't to- tell her to get me. <sighs>
0: Katie makes a face and stops in front of Annie. Katie kneels down so that she is on Annie's level.
1: He said that to you?
0: Annie nods her head yes.
1: Well, he's a jerk. I say we call the witch before he does and send her to him. <laughs> it's not real, though, is it? <laughs> what? I can't believe you even have to ask, Annie. It's like Candyman or Bloody Mary. It's just for fun.
0: Katie stands up and continues walking with her sister.
1: Ugh, just ignore Roger. He's a bully he doesn't have anything better to do.
0: The girls keep walking.
1: Hey, look what I got in the gumball machine.
0: Annie smiles as Katie holds out two plastic rings.
1: One's for you and one's for me. Ooh, which one's mine? Whichever one you want.
0: Annie takes the red ring and puts it on. Katie puts the blue one on. They smile at each other. Pan out to show neighborhood and the girls walking home. Two, interior. Their house, messy, small, cozy. The girls plop their bags down on the table. Their dog, Gretchen, a small, shaggy white dog, runs up to them, greeting them both.
1: (sighs) Hi, Gretchen. Good doggy. Missed you? Why did they have to go away this weekend? I don't know. It's for work, Annie. You know that. They don't get to choose their schedules. But Halloween weekend! Really? <sighs> I know, Annie. But work doesn't stop for adults just because it's a holiday.
0: April mid-twenties babysitter brunette crop top sweater enters a living room while aggressively chewing gum.
1: And
2: you've got me.
1: Oh, joy. Hey! No offense, April, but you're not the best babysitter.
0: Yeah, and you girls love me anyway. April leans over and pinches Annie's cheek. Ow. Annie makes a face and swats her hand away.
1: Yeah, well, I'm 16 and I don't need a babysitter. Well,
2: take it up with your parents. Annie smiles. Now do your homework. Cut to
0: interior kitchen. The girls sit at the kitchen table doing their homework. April is just outside on the porch talking loudly on the phone. The cord stretched all the way outside.
2: Oh, my God. No, he didn't. Shut up! Seriously!
0: No! Annie and Katie make faces at each other.
1: <sighs> I can't concentrate.
0: Katie gets up and walks over to the phone on the wall and clicks the receiver. Hello? 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 Katie and Annie go outside to see April lounged back in a rocking chair, smoking.
1: We're sorry. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. What the hell? We're trying to do our homework. You're too loud. My parents don't pay you to make phone
2: calls. (laughs) Jeez. You girls are extra sassy tonight. You have all weekend to do your homework. Now chill out.
1: Uh, didn't you just tell us to do our homework?
2: Yeah, because that's what I'm supposed to say. Because I'm in charge. I'm the responsible one.
1: What's for dinner?
0: April extends her cigarette to Annie.
1: Oh, you!
0: Annie looks wide-eyed at it.
1: I'm kidding. April, that's not funny. She's a kid.
0: Just then, a car pulls up and beeps. Three of her friends in a convertible stop in front of the house. April tosses her cigarette on the porch, stomps it out, and kicks it off the porch. She grabs her leather jacket that's slung over the
1: chair. <laughs> Wait, you're not leaving, are you?
0: Uh, of course I
2: am. It's Friday night. Come on, let's go. Your parents left 20 bucks on the counter. Get a pizza delivered or something. April, I thought let's you go. just said
1: you're in charge. The responsible one.
2: <laughs> Your parents really need to hire a new babysitter.
1: You can't leave. It's Halloween. What about Myraba?
2: <laughs> right, you can't be serious. Myraba, the demon witch or whatever the hell she is. It's just for fun. Just don't call yourself. You'll get a busy signal anyway. Like everyone else does every year. Because it's not real. April winks.
1: But you're supposed to take me trick-or-treating.
2: Aren't you a little too old for that?
1: April, she's ten.
2: Yeah. I stopped when I was right around that age. Candy will rot your teeth anyway. April leans in and pinches Annie's cheek. See? That was a responsible thing of me to say. Maybe I'm not such a bad babysitter after all. Katie steps forward and leans in towards April, out of earshot of Annie.
1: Yeah, well, what will my parents think?
2: (laughs) Well, you won't tell them. Or I'll tell them about the boy you snuck into your room last week.
1: Shh! How'd you know?
2: About Toby. Uh, He's my cousin. And besides, didn't you just say you're too old for a babysitter? April, let's go! (laughs) I'll be back around midnight. Hasta la vista, ladies!
0: Annie and Katie watch April jump into the car and peel away. Cut to Mm. interior, living room. The girls sit on the couch eating pizza. The TV is on.
1: (sighs) Sorry you can't go trick-or-treating. It's okay. Maybe I am too old for it anyway. Don't say that. You don't want to grow up too fast. Trust me. It's way more fun to be a kid. (laughs) Ugh, what the hell... We have a candy dish outside. Stupid kids can't see the candy, I guess.
0: Annie gets up.
1: <sighs> I'll go make sure there's still some left. I bet someone came and took it all.
0: Annie he heads into the kitchen, grabbing a bag of mini candy bars on the way, ready to refill the candy dish outside. Annie opens the door. A figure a little taller than Annie stands before her. It's the witch, Myroba with sunken-in black, hollow eyes, long, scraggly hair with bull patches, a long nose, sharp teeth, tattered clothing with long, sharp nails. It's a costume, but Annie doesn't know it. Annie stares wide-eyed.
1: Annie, I'm here for you. <coughs>
0: Katie jumps up from the couch, pizza plate in her lap, falling to the floor, and she runs to the door. When she gets there, she finds Annie panicked and scared, and the figure standing on the doorstep. Trick-or-treaters can be seen littering the streets with their parents in the background. Katie makes a face and grabs the top of the mask and pulls it off, revealing Roger, Eleven, standing there.
1: Roger? What the fuck? Holy shit. You said the F-word! That's not funny, Roger! But I'm the witch! And I told you I was coming for you, remember? You scared her half to death, you idiot. That's a disgusting costume. You need to get off our porch. Sorry, Annie, I was just playing.
0: Katie and Annie continue staring at Roger, waiting for him to leave. Roger reaches to the candy bowl, but Katie smacks his hand away.
1: Hell no! Get off our porch!
0: Roger turns. And walks away. Annie reaches in the candy bowl and grabs a Twix. She tosses it at him, hitting him in the back of the head. Roger rubs his head and bends down to pick up the Twix. He turns back to Annie and smiles at her. Hey, thanks. Roger puts his mask back on and keeps walking away.
1: Really, Annie? Twix is his favorite.
0: Katie ushers Annie back inside and closes the door behind them, making sure to slide the chain lock across
1: well he clearly has a crush on you he does oh totally that's what boys do when they like you they pick on you well why do they do that because he doesn't know how else to get your attention
0: annie smiles cut to interior window looking out at the street Katie and Annie look outside at the few straggler-trick-or-treaters still trying to get candy.
1: This sucks! What do you mean? We didn't get to do anything fun or scary for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Roger didn't scare you enough? Besides that.
0: Katie feels bad that her sister had a boring Halloween. She thinks for a moment.
1: Hmm, what do you say we give the witch a call?
0: Annie's eyes light up, excited.
1: Yeah, why not? It'll be fun. It's just stupid anyway.
0: Katie goes over to the phone and takes it off the hook. She brings it back over, stretching the cord to where they were sitting at the window, looking outside.
1: Do you want me to do it?
0: Annie grabs the phone from her sister.
1: I'll do it! Well, aren't you suddenly brave? I gotta make up for what a scaredy cat I was earlier. (laughs) All right, Braveheart. Go for it.
0: Annie holds the phone between her and Katie.
1: Oh my god! It's ringing!
0: Katie's confused, leans in to listen. Really? A deep, low, male, demonic-sounding voice comes through on the other end. Hello, Annie. I'm coming for you. Click. The call ends.
1: What the fuck was that?
0: Annie drops the phone.
1: Coming for me. I thought it was just for fun. It is for fun. It's probably just an automated message that happens to scare people.
0: But Katie doesn't sound convinced. Just then, a bird hits the window where they were sitting, causing them both to jump. <laughs> they both look out the window to see my robot standing on the sidewalk facing their house.
1: Katie, it's Roger. Okay? He's still just messing with us.
0: Annie gets up and goes to the door, reaching for the chain lock.
1: Annie, no! What are you doing? You said it was Roger. He probably just wants another Twix. He's not a dog, Annie. You don't have to keep giving him treats.
0: But Annie has already removed the chain lock and opened the door. She reaches in the candy bowl and retrieves a Twix. Annie throws it at Myroba. (gasps) Myroba doesn't move (sighs) Katie jumps up and makes her way over to Annie She grabs her and pulls her back inside Shutting and locking the door once they're in They go back to the window and look out Myroba is gone (sighs) Come on Katie squints her eyes and sees a woman she recognizes down the street
1: Over there, is that Mrs. Dunst, Roger's mom?
0: Katie gets up and makes her way to the door (sighs)
1: See, I told you it was him Come on.
0: Annie jumps up and follows her sister. They exit the house, leaving the door open behind them. As the girls are walking towards Mrs. Dunst, my robot can be seen in the background entering the house.
1: Here, hold my hand.
0: Katie reaches her hand down to Annie, who takes it. They walk up to Mrs. Dunst, who is now joined by Roger with his trick-or-treat bag.
1: Hello, Mrs. Dunst. My name is Katie. I'm Annie's older sister.
3: Hello, girls. Happy Halloween. No trick-or-treating for you? (sighs) No, Mrs.
1: Dunst. I just came over here to say...
0: Katie looks down at Roger, suddenly feeling bad for ratting him out.
1: It was a joke. I'm sorry. What did you do, Roger? I was just trying to scare Annie. It was a joke, I swear. I didn't mean to really scare her. (gasps) Roger. Right, but that was like an hour ago. You just did it again a minute ago.
3: No, I didn't.
1: Yes, you did. He's lying!
3: Well, he couldn't have. We've been over on Fernwood Drive this whole time. We just got here right now.
1: Roger, you were just standing on the sidewalk in front of our house, right? No, I wasn't. Well,
3: maybe someone else is wearing the same costume as Roger. That witch, Myra,
1: or whatever her name is? Myroba. It's Haberum backwards, which is a fallen angel, a.k.a. a demon from hell. That's what
3: it is? Jesus, Roger, couldn't you just be a clown or something? Anyway, sorry to take up your
1: time. I guess someone else is just wearing the same costume. You didn't call her, did you?
3: Oh, Roger, don't scare them with your boogeyman crap. Uh,
1: we did? Oh my god, no! Why would you do that? Did she answer? Yes. My robot answered when my cousin called last year, and now he's dead. Roger, that's enough.
0: Mrs. Dunst nods her head disapprovingly at Roger.
1: Jackson
3: died last year, yes, but he was hit by a drunk driver.
1: I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, except they never found the driver or the car because it was my robot.
3: They never found the driver because the driver fled the scene and we live in the middle of nowhere, so there are no security cameras. Mrs. Dunst nods her head again at Roger and puts her hands on his shoulders, spinning him around. Girls, it was nice seeing you both. I'm sorry someone's playing tricks on you sweet girls. It's Halloween, though, and trying to find whoever did that is like trying to nail jelly to a tree. Everyone's dressed like Elmira. Myroba. Oh, whatever her name is. (sighs) Come on, Roger. And enjoy that Myrobia costume, because it is the last year you're wearing it.
0: Mrs. Dunt's voice trails off as they walk away. Roger turns and gives Annie one last sad look. Annie and Katie turn to go back to their house, but when they turn... They stop dead in their tracks. The front door is wide open.
1: Annie, did you not shut the door behind you? I pulled it shut, but not all the way. But I definitely didn't leave it open that wide. It's just the wind. I don't feel any wind.
0: Katie leads Annie back inside. Once inside, Katie locks the door. She looks at the clock. It's 11.30 p.m.
1: April should be back soon.
0: Cut two. interior living room. The TV is on, the sound low. While the girls are sleeping on the couch, the clock reads 2.30 a.m. A loud knock at
1: the door. Huh? <gasps> the girls sit up
0: wide-eyed.
1: What the hell? <sighs> it's 2.30 in the morning. No one's trick-or-treating anymore. <gasps> Future husband or not, if that is Roger, I'm strangling him.
0: Both girls get up and slowly walk towards the door. Three more loud knocks. The girls look scared and proceed slowly. Katie opens a kitchen drawer and pulls out a large knife.
1: Katie, What? Maybe it's April. She wouldn't knock. She has a key. Maybe she's drunk and lost the key.
0: Katie relaxes a little.
1: You're probably right.
0: They go right up to the door, undo the chain lock, undo the lock on the handle, and slowly open the door. As they stand in the door frame looking around on the porch, the TV suddenly starts getting louder and louder and louder. Katie slams the door shut and runs into the living room. She scrambles to grab the remote and turns the TV off.
1: How did that happen? Beats me. the cable box, probably. Who do you think was knocking? It's Halloween night probably just a bunch of stupid kids trying to be funny.
0: Katie lays back down on the couch, Annie on the sofa.
1: Oh, go back to sleep.
0: Cut to interior night living room. The blanket on Annie slowly starts being pulled down towards her feet. She wakes up abruptly and pulls the blanket back up to her chin. A few minutes later, the phone rings. Annie and Katie both sit up and look at each other. Hello? Katie jumps up and rushes towards the phone. She grabs it and answers. Hello. It's the same demonic voice as before. Hello, Annie. Katie looks scared but doesn't want Annie to see her fear.
1: She's not here right now.
0: Katie clicks the phone on the receiver. Annie is in the kitchen house sitting at the table.
1: Who was that? I don't know. Some boy looking for April. Come on, let's get back to bed.
0: As the girls walk towards the living room, the phone rings again. Katie turns and rushes to it, picks it up, clicks it on the receiver, and then pulls the phone off the hook.
1: Stupid phone! Katie, what if Mom and Dad try to call? Or April? I'll hook it back up tomorrow morning. Let's get some sleep.
0: But when they go back into the living room, their blankets are sitting upright as if a figure is sitting down on the couch, with the blankets covering them. (laughs) Katie and Annie turn to run to the front door. Katie tries opening it, but it won't open. The figure walks towards the girls, covered head to toe by their blankets. Just then, the door opens and Katie rushes out, turns around to grab Annie and pull her out, But a figure has already grabbed Annie, and the door slams shut. Annie! Katie tries the doorknob, but it won't open. She rushes to the window, but they won't open open either. Katie looks inside, but it's empty as if nothing had happened. Annie! Interior inside the house. Annie is curled up in a ball at the corner of the living room, crying. Just then... The back door creaks open. Myroba stands at the door, holding a Twix.
1: Katie?
0: Myroba motions for Annie to come.
1: Roger?
0: Myroba nods. Annie jumps up and runs towards him.
1: Roger! Katie's gonna kill you! I knew it was you all along.
0: Myroba motions for her to follow him. Annie follows him.
1: Roger, where are we going?
0: Myroba doesn't answer and just walks towards the foggy woods.
1: Roger, I think I'm going to go home. I don't know where Katie went.
0: Myroba stops and turns to Annie, then points to the woods.
1: Katie's in the woods?
0: Myroba nods.
1: Why aren't you talking? Is it really you, Roger?
0: Myroba holds up the Twix and smiles. Now, Annie panics, knowing that if it were a Halloween mask, a smile shouldn't be able to form. Annie tries to scream, but Maroba grabs her and covers her mouth. Cut to one year later. Katie sits on her bed doing homework. She's still wearing the blue plastic ring her sister Annie having had the matching red one. Katie is clearly too distracted to do her homework. Katie's father, Ned, enters the room. He makes his way over to Katie's bed. He sits down.
1: Your mother and I will be back in about an hour. Okay?
0: Katie just nods her head.
1: You want us to call April? No. (laughs) All right,
0: sweetie. Ned looks over at the nightstand. Oh, Katie.
2: I thought you threw this away.
0: Ned holds up a piece of paper that says... Call me on Halloween, love Louise, Annie. Who would do
1: something like that? It's only been a year since your sister went missing. It's just some sicko playing a prank. Well, it's not funny. Why is it in Annie's handwriting? That could be anyone's handwriting. They're still looking, okay? We won't stop until she's home.
0: Katie tries to smile.
1: Try and get some homework done. We put a candy dish outside so you shouldn't get any
0: trick-or-treaters. Okay. Ned kisses Katie's forehead and exits the room. Katie reaches for the piece of paper and holds it in her hands. She reaches for the phone on the nightstand, then stops herself. She slowly goes over to the windowsill and looks out at the trick-or-treaters. She watches for a moment and then... She can't help herself. She goes over to the phone again, feeling determined. She stretches the cord over to the windowsill where she sits and dials their home phone number. She continues looking outside and feels a bit startled when she actually hears it ring. Then someone answers. Katie! Katie covers her mouth with her hands, tears spilling down her cheeks. It sounds like Annie, but her voice... Deeper.
1: Annie, is that you? Katie, I miss you. (laughs) Oh my god. I can't believe it's you. Where are you? I'll send the cops to you right now. Okay, Annie? Just stay put. Don't move. No, Katie. What do you mean? You need to come home. I am home. I'm
0: at the door just then three loud knocks at the door. Katie looks scared, but then tosses logic aside at the thought of being reunited with her sister. She jumps off the bed, sets the phone down. She runs down the stairs, then through the living room and to the front door. Katie stands at the front door for a moment, hesitant. But then she slowly walks over to the window by the door and peeks out. From what she can see, she can... see the side of a girl's leg wearing tattered, dirty clothing.
1: (gasps) Katie,
0: can I come in? Katie walks back over to the door.
1: How do I know it's you? It is. Katie, I promise it's me. Then you should be able to answer this. What's Roger's favorite candy? A pause. Twix? Twix? Annie!
0: Katie smiles and slowly unlocks the door. She slowly starts to open it. A hand reaches around from the outside, a small, dirty hand with the same red plastic ring on it that Katie had given Annie last year. Annie! Katie, relieved at the sight of the ring, swings the door open the entire way. Katie stares at what is on the other side of the door. Jaw-dropped, wide-eyed, looking scared. It's not Annie as she knew her. It's Annie, but she's turned into... Myroba. She stands there, dirty, thinning hair, black, hollow eyes, sharp teeth, wide smile. Myroba Annie Annie, speaks, but the voice is even deeper and Ah! lower than before.
1: Annie! Hello, Katie. Thanks for calling me.
0: My Roba Annie lunges at Katie. <laughs> 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 Fade <laughs> to black. Oh, that was... that was great. Thank you, Jojo Marie, for that wonderful script. I'm Tracy Jules. And make sure you come back for some more scary stories and screenplays.